Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. And I'm Ozzy. In this episode, we will be recapping the latest episode of Westworld and discussing the entire first season. And we will recap the latest episode of Star Wars Rebels. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. How are you doing, Ozzy? I'm doing great, man. How are you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, a little behind-the-scenes stuff. We are kind of on a time limit here, so we're going to be moving as quickly as possible, so there's not going to be much discussion right here off the top. But we are going to introduce, once again, our Westworld panel at this point. You guys basically are. We are going to be introducing Clark Barty is back again. Hello, everybody. And we have, as... Is custom here with our Rebels discussion, and now for Westworld, Jesse Swink, how you doing? Doing all right. How about y'all? <laughs> pretty good, pretty good. Um, man, that was something alley, right? You said that. I think we're all kind of curious. Um, for, let's start with Ozzy, because I think we're all kind of curious oh, boy. about your thoughts on... <laughs> Westworld and the finale and um, your worst nightmares coming true. Um, what were your thoughts on the finale, Ozzy? <sighs> Damn. Um, my thoughts on the finale. All right, I liked the finale. Okay, guys, if that's what if that's what you're ultimately wondering is, I like the finale. Now, your biggest piece of the pie is. Well, Ozzy, how do you feel about the man in the black being William? Well, <laughs> like I said, I wouldn't like it, but I do like how it did tie in together, how he sort of explained it to her and everything. Okay. So I do like how he how he sort of how it was revealed. I know I said it a few episodes back I didn't like how he how he teased mm-hmm. who he was when he was just like Well know who I am, Teddy. I'm a guy with no family. I was like, oh, God, why? But um, I do like how he revealed it. Now, am I happy that he's William? Uh, Sort of. I mean, not real. I mean, I don't know. Sort of like a disappointment. But, I mean, it's not not something that ultimately that I ended up hating. Mm -hmm. It's not. I didn't think. I didn't think. I, I thought I would honestly hate it. But I'm I'm actually just now I'm just sort of it's it's okay it's not something that I hate now just because of the way that it was told yeah so you think they explained it well yes I think okay. I think him narrating the rest of uh, the rest of that story was really good so again it's not something that I ended up hating in the end I was just I was like okay it's it's acceptable enough for me to move on forward with the show it's mm-hmm. not going to be a not going to be a major holdback for me as I thought it was. All right, fair enough. All right, uh, let's go to you, Jesse. What did you think of the finale? I really enjoyed it. I mean, I liked how they finally gave us ended the loop with uh, knowing who William is, and uh, I had been speculating for a couple episodes now, kind of about that, 
just because like we saw that picture from episode one the other week and all that stuff. But I was really surprised as to who Wyatt ended up to be, really. I was yes. a lot more surprised about that because I thought Wyatt was going to end up being Teddy himself. But no, it's uh, it's Dolores. <laughs> that was an interesting direction to go. I I actually really like that as well. Yeah, it was, um, it was a lot of fun. I mean, it threw us for a loop. And uh, now, when you look back at previous episodes, things make a lot more sense mm-hmm. and all that. It was a really drastic change for William to go through to become the Man in Black. Uh-huh. Uh, but I mean, he's had thirty years to go through it and a lot of pain, so make it makes sense. I would be interested to kind of rewatch the show and see how how it is through kind of the knowing what's what ultimately we know now. You know, Clark, mm-hmm. what about you? What did you think of the finale? Uh, you just said it. We're gonna have to rewatch it, in my <laughs> opinion, just to hit all the loopholes. And it's, a, it, I mean, it was a good show anyway. Uh, about the finale, personally, I loved it. Um, at first, I was a little bit just kind of all over the place. I didn't really know what to think. But now that I, you know, have sat and for a long time and thought about it, um, honestly, I love the storyline. I love that it was one of those makes you actually think shows. Mm-hmm. I know that doesn't really sound grammatically correct, but <laughs> all these shows, like, I mean, even just having that double storyline, having two things going on at once, keeps you on edge of your seat the whole time. I mean, they captivated audiences. Um, I've talked to several friends who started it, but they never got past episode three or four, and I think that's what really hurt Westworld um, was it was just a little bit slow for some people. Personally, I enjoyed it. I was a history buff, so I was like, oh, this is kind of cool that they brought this to life. But honestly, great finale, great show. I want to watch it again. <laughs> yeah, we all can't kind of we all can't wait for season two, twenty eighteen. Oh gosh, I am curious, Ozzy. What did you think of our little sneak peek into Samurai World? I am interested as to where that's gonna go, actually, and where that all goes into play. Because, like, I'm interested to see like if there's actually like other versions of Westworld. Like, if it's even. Like you know what I'm saying? Like if there's other, yeah. Like if there's other like places, like we have uh, that that um that what the the the, the cowboy time, whatever I don't know what it's called, whatever the western times, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we have the I don't know if we're gonna have like the samurai time, whatever mm-hmm. I don't know. But it yeah. just seems interesting to see different cultures also having uh also being there. Well, I mean, so I think it's very interesting. Like you can choose. Because I, I didn't know, because I, I didn't know that there was like you know a specific time that you had to choose. You know what I'm saying? I thought mm-hmm. Westworld was this this huge thing where it's just about the west, like uh, about the Western style of life. But the fact that we can go, that the that the guests can choose different places, I think I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I think we're supposed to think that, obviously. But I mean, this is a nice nod to the source material. I think. I mean, I haven't seen the original movies or anything, but I do know there was like Western world or West world, uh, medieval world, and uh, like I think Roman world or something like that. I think maybe I something like that. I haven't seen it. Future but world. I, what? Future world. Future world. That's it. Yeah. Future world. But I mean, I think this was a nice nod to the source material without going too far into it. What I really want to see next season, though, is I want to see Maeve. Come in and invade Westworld with a samurai army. How <laughs> yeah. awesome would that be? All right, we'll, we'll that get, would be. We'll get to our predictions awesome. or okay. Okay. our thoughts on where, where we're going. But let's kind of backtrack a little bit here and with the finale. Let's kind of go over because we got a lot in that finale. Ninety minutes, um, the longest episode of the season. We got a lot there. So let's kind of uh, sort through a lot of the things that we learned in this finale. 
Um, let's start with, I guess, Maeve. <laughs> let's start with Maeve. So Maeve's storyline, we kind of, I think the biggest reveal in Maeve's storyline is the fact that we, we find out that basically Ford, we're left to assume, has been controlling her actions. Somebody's been changing her code and making her do all these things that we're thinking, oh my gosh, she's becoming so independent. Oh, she figured out how to wake up. Oh, she figured out how to remember some, some of these things. She's starting to control, but she's been told to do all of this. What did, did you guys think? For me, that was a little deflating because I was like, oh, okay, she's not really doing it. What did you guys think of that? I loved it. I think it made Robert Ford's character a little more sinister. That is true. I love that. So while it might have taken a little bit away from Maeve's character, it added to Ford? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it made, it gave Ford another dimension because he's always, throughout the season, he's kind of seemed like just kind of a two dimensional, oh, well, I control the park. It's, my baby mm-hmm. kind of deal. But this added a more, like, he's taking back control by fulfilling Arnold's dream. But I do agree, it is kind of disappointing that she didn't achieve this consciousness on her own. Mm-hmm. But at the yeah, same I, time, she I did agree with that. Achieve it. I don't know. What do you think, Ozzy? I, I agree with it because, I mean, we we see her for a few episodes really gaining this consciousness and everything. We're, we're left to assume that she's really doing this on her own. Mm-hmm. And it's, I know you were really excited to see that personally. I know that you were you were you were you were saying Mabe is the MVP. She is. Um, apparently not anymore. <laughs> apparently um, not yeah. because <laughs> because she's been this. She's technically she's just she was just she was just made to her loop was to do that. Yeah. It was just to try to be free. Yeah. So she's still in a loop technically. Uh huh. Um. So it's. Again, it's it's disappointing for her character, but for Ford, it it kind of confuses me because it's like he was a bad guy, but in the end he was like trying to be a like he was trying to fulfill Arnold's dream in a sense. So it's it's, it's really weird with his character. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel personally. Um, yeah. So let, can, Ford kind of connects it all together. So let's jump over to Dolores real quick. Um, we find out that number one, she's Wyatt. I guess that's the big reveal there. And we find out all this stuff about her killing Arnold in the past and how she was more told to do it. She didn't really do it herself. But then this time Ford wants her to kill somebody again. He wants her to kill everybody basically. And, but he says that she's choosing to do it. So do we believe that? Do we believe that she actually chose to do this? Or, do we believe that this was just another, like, one of her things in her program? Did did they, th- I guess my question is, did they achieve consciousness at all? I think, I think Dolores achieved consciousness. Yeah. I think she's the only one. That it's clear. Who has, who is clear. Yeah. Because um, I think, I think that's her literally remembering everything at that point. And now she knows what her purpose is again. Mm-hmm. So I think she's finally understood what Arnold was was doing. I mean, she even says it to Teddy. She's like, "I finally get it." Mm-hmm. So I think she's the one who's actually achieved it finally. Yeah. Um, okay. What about you guys? What did you think? Do, do you think Maeve and Dolores have achieved consciousness? 
I, I think Dolores did. For me, I think Dolores did, but I'm not so sure about Maeve because we never see the rest of her program. All we see up to is that she gets on the train. We don't know if she was programmed to go or if she was programmed to go back for her daughter, quote-unquote. Yeah. <clears throat> I think that when watching it, Maeve... Uh, you can look on the faces of the characters. I know mm-hmm. that doesn't really mean much yeah. with our hosts. Yeah. But, I mean, is it in Dolores' nature, the way Ford really created her to act that way? Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I think. Is it in Maeve's nature to just haul off and leave? But, like, deep down she's like, um, that's not my child. She says it on the elevator, but she mm-hmm. goes back. I mean, I want to think that they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's it's almost human for her to go. I know that's not my child, yeah. But she has this connection to it. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. She has these memories, mm-hmm. and uh, first of all, love is the maze because <laughs> the first step of it is memories. Yep. And I mean, they're all remembering people that they love. For Dolores, it's William, which is oddly enough, which is odd because that wasn't someone written into her, but something she experienced in the past. So I definitely think Dolores has achieved consciousness. And I, I would agree. I think Maeve has achieved it. But I don't think she achieved it until right then when she decided to go back. Mm-hmm. Because her whole deal was to break out. And then. Uh, when she decided that's not my child, but mm-hmm. I'm going to go back anyway, that's when she achieved consciousness because she made that final human connection. Yeah. Um, all right. What about that moment where Dolores and Teddy are all, like Dolores is shot or stabbed or what she stabbed, right? Yep. By the man in black, um, which we'll get to him in a minute. But she's stabbed and then. Teddy is holding her on the beach, and then the lights go on, and Ford is like, and this is the new narrative. What, what were you guys' thoughts in that moment, Ozzy? I was so confused. <laughs> I was just like, how the hell did this even, like, did he plan this? Like, how the hell was this, like, a whole entire loop? Because I was, that's what I was yeah. confused about. Um... I was even confused on how the man in black got damaged by Teddy's bullets. I was mm-hmm. confused about that too. I was like, like I, I thought he was dead. What you said? I was like, did he die? Like I was like that whole entire thing confused me. Honestly, mm-hmm. um, I'm still semi confused, but I thought it was okay. Like I said, I mean, it wasn't something that I loved in the show, though. Like that's that's something that I was okay with it being like a story. Mm-hmm. But it was almost like the Ford was using that as the narrative just to reach get or get Dolores to the point where she was conscious once again and she could make these decisions for herself. You know, mm. I, and that's how I read it. I don't know. What did you guys think of that moment? Um, my initial reaction was just kind of outrage and anger because <laughs> I was like, "No, no, this is not how this is going to go." But I mean. I'm okay with it, uh, mm-hmm. for the most part. I mean, as I agree with you, Carlos. That was kind of a final tipping point that Ford used for Dolores. He used that as a tool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Ozzy does. For what you were saying about like how the Man in Black was injured by Teddy's bullets, I don't think he was actually injured. It was just kind of a he got shot so many times by him and just kind of threw him back because yeah. we've seen that it makes an impact on people. It just doesn't cause any like real physical I would imagine it's almost like getting shot with like a paintball or yeah. yeah but I mean remember the first episode 
um, how the man in black got shot, but it didn't even it didn't phase him at all. Like it was just yeah. like but, it didn't even look like it hit him. To be honest with you, it just looked like it just like I didn't it didn't look like anything. It just looked like as soon as it hit him, it just. But remember, in, that's in, that that's, was near the center of the park, and like true. the farther out you get from the center, the more wild yeah. and more risk there is. So that would probably just imply that they're further from the center of the park. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I could I could see that. All right, Clark. What did you think of that moment? Man, <laughs> it was beautiful. <laughs> Teddy, <laughs> Teddy, horseback riding with his woman, land up, end up on the beach out of nowhere. Something was fishy to me haha, when they got to the ocean. Just being honest, because I mean, there's no oceans in Westworld. Apparently, there is, but I thought it was all a metaphor the whole time. Like, oh, will you take me where the the ocean meets land? And I was the like, okay, too. Dolores is just being weird. Um, but that was a, that was a cool moment. But yeah, I agree with you guys. I mean, not much to be said about that. I didn't think it was that much of a turning point for me. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't. It didn't really phase me. Okay. Um, what were you expecting the man in black being William thing? That kind of moment where he explains the whole backstory, and then you have the moment with the eyes, which is very reminiscent of another HBO signature moment. Um, and where they have the eyes saying, These are the two same characters. Um, what did you guys think of that whole reveal? Did you think that was laid out well? well we've already kind of talked to Ozzy about that, so what did I'll ask you guys? What did you guys think? I mean, we looked. What was it? Last episode before this, or the episode before that? They finally uh, showed that it was in two um, timelines. Yeah. Timelines, mm-hmm. and so I kind of had a figure back then. Mm-hmm. Like, but the way it was revealed, it was really cool. Yeah, and yeah. then you see, hold on, <laughs> then you see the picture drop out of his pocket. I was like, ah, yeah. I like it when they connect. That. Yeah, yeah. I really one thing I really did like was how they kind of changed storytelling techniques at that mm-hmm. point. Like instead of you're just watching all of these events happen, it turned into a narrative at that point because mm-hmm. he's going back and telling the story. And that that was just really cool to me, like seeing it step by step as he declines, I guess. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about William's character as a whole then, because I find his character so fascinating, especially given the context of what we find out. Um, because he he's not just this evil man, like this guy that turns evil. He's almost searching for, like he wants, like he even says he wants hosts that can actually have the choice and actually can hurt him it's almost like he has a death wish or he wants he wants a real challenge um and it's interesting because i think maybe if we rewatch the show and go back and look at william's character even though he seems really timid at first maybe like that was always there that underneath like that quality underneath him where he thinks he's too good for all this you know Hmm. what did you think of william's character I think that was the point. Yeah. Of uh, that's bit that was underneath. He was holding back. I think he kind of knew what was there the whole time underneath for him, mm-hmm. but he was purposefully holding back because he was just here to have a good time, and he he's going to get married soon, mm-hmm. and spending some time with his brother in law that he doesn't like, hoping you know, he's gonna, that he's going to bond. But then he finally has the chance to just let loose and do the things he's always wanted to, and it's kind of showing, uh, like we were saying. Uh, at the uh, mid-season finale, showing that savage nature mm-hmm. that this show is showing that all humans have. Mm-hmm. Whatever happened to the soon-to-be brother-in-law? We don't know. That's what I was wondering at that. Like, just at like the end, naked like, on a horse riding off in the sunset. It's like it's not like the people of Westworld Incorporated are just going to let a dude die out there. You exactly. know what I mean? That's how I'd want to go. So, <laughs> but 
So I'm confused. Did he ever leave and get married and then come back in? Yes. He did? Okay. He William did. left the park and he basically took over the company. Yeah. Um, which I've, that's really crazy because he came in and like it seemed like he was nothing and Logan was the big deal. But then obviously that's not the case. So I don't know. That was, that was interesting. Um, okay. I'm going to ask you guys one more question kind of about this. If you had to pick one character and say they are the main character of this story. Who do you think it is? Ozzy. Dolores. Dolores? Dolores. Okay. Um, 100% Dolores. I don't know. I mean, we focus on so many different I people. Know. I do think it's going it's to follow Dolores. It's followed Dolores from the beginning. I think it's going to continue to follow her, but in a different light. She's no longer like the damsel in distress that's discovering who she is. Mm-hmm. She is going to be an anti-hero from here on out, and maybe sometimes even a villain. Okay. And I'm really looking forward to seeing that different I kind of I don't play. think she's going to be a villain or an anti-hero, because at this point it's about getting the hosts to be sentient and then them fighting the the humans back because the humans have taken so much advantage right but of like, them, what, you know what i'm saying it's it's going to be kind of questioning like what what is kind of, what, what kind of means are going to be able to be justified in this yeah. is she going to go too far in doing this True. and just have no mercy at all or is she going to stay within it's certain parameters anti-hero maybe in the sense of like Maybe Caesar from Planet of the Apes is an anti because he's fighting the humans and there's not necessarily the humans aren't necessarily doing anything wrong. But you know, I don't know. Um, Clark, what would you say? Don't say Teddy. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> okay. Um, I I don't I don't think it. I don't want to say it was Dolores. To be honest with you, but it. It pretty much was. The yeah, worst. it has to be. I, yeah. yeah, I want to say William. I do we just because yeah. he has the biggest arc almost in the story. But he might be dead now. And yeah, true. But they never show him die. Never show him die. It's possible. I did not like his reaction to being shot in the arm. Like, oh, I it was like that was the point. That that's what he's been looking for. He's been looking for hosts that can actually hurt him, and he finally had that. Yeah, I thought that was a great reaction. Like he he was surprised, and then just started smiling because yeah. he's finally getting what he wanted. Yeah. It's a little weird. <laughs> True. <laughs> no, but like I would have felt pain. Just... Like I would have liked for him to feel like a little bit of pain. That's the only reason why I like him. It's like you just got shot in the arm. But you saw it's how much shot, alcohol though. he drank. True. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> He was wild. Yes, I guess. I'm just like I mean, you just got shot in the arm. Like it's not like it's like a little freaking you know millimeter shot. Like this is like a freaking shotgun. Like a chunk of your arm is gone, and you just look at it and then you smile because you finally got like a freaking challenge on your shoulders. And this is like I get that you're excited, but your arm. A part of your arm is gone. So, <laughs> Maybe we should think, ask Zach what it's like to get shot with a shotgun. Oh gosh, do you think that uh, he that William was aiming for the sentience of all the hosts this entire time? Then, like he wants yeah, them I, to be sentient as well. Yeah, I do think that he wants them to be sentient, but it's sort of just like for his for his own exactly either That's for his own say. either for his own end and meat or just because or just because I don't think because. I remember, like, he was a good guy in the beginning, you know what I mean? And I know like, he, he found, <laughs> I'm not done. He was a good guy, in, not the men in black. I'm talking about William, like, okay. when we oh, saw yeah. him. In, like, <laughs> he was a good guy in the beginning, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he wanted to do the right thing. And I think, you know, yeah, he's evolved into this brute force that doesn't care anymore. But at the same time, um, 
I do uh, maybe just maybe, and it, I could be one hundred percent wrong here. I'm willing to admit that maybe he just doesn't also want what happened to him to happen to like another another guest, like where he falls in love with um, a, a host. You know what I'm saying? And then the host not not remember him, not uh, not even give him the time of day because yeah. we see we see William find her again. And he's and he's happy to see her, but the thing is, she doesn't even remember who he is. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just, it's and, this whole thing, and, and that's me, what I think and that's, that's the what moment that broke him. him. Yeah, and that drove him over the edge. So maybe that's so. At the same time, maybe he also wants that to never happen to anybody. You know what I mean? Maybe um, I don't know. I still think it was more about like he just wanted something that could actually challenge him. But I don't know. Uh, I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean that that could all. I mean, I think that's ultimate. I mean that I think that's it as well. I just think also for that as well, he just doesn't want anybody to feel mm-hmm. what he felt at the same time. Yeah. But I mean, like I said, it could just it could just be the fact that he just wants a challenge now. I mean, Dolores beat the crap out of him though. Yeah. Gosh, that was um, that was a great. All right, so did you guys expect that the kind of almost catchphrase of the show, these violent delights have violent ends, would be so literal? Literal? Yeah. <laughs> because, I, oh, yeah, my I, gosh. I, I honestly did. Like, I I loved that execution scene where Dolores is just kind of creeping up, and the, yeah. the whole audience is thinking she's going to, like, introduce something or yeah. whatever, and just, no, bang, 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 bang. Yeah. And then the chaos starts with all the old retired host coming out and man geez what did you think of that scene clark i wasn't too happy to be honest with you <laughs> i'm i, I do not want to see westworld go yeah i get what you're saying because it does mean bad things for like next season like what's yeah gonna happen? I, I don't know how next season is gonna start i don't really want the next season to start out of just like inc- like incredible chaos i want mm. it to be like another story yeah. another narrative now just real quick I don't want it to be the samurai thing. Okay. That doesn't excite me at all. Let me just say that. And I'll say that because here's the thing. With the Western world and theme that they went with, there's more culture to it than just action and adventure. Mm-hmm. There's more culture. With samurai, yeah, there's culture, but it's not like there's more than just action, adventure, and killing. Mm-hmm. But what if we have another like kind of dual storyline start happening again where yeah, we're I seeing mean- the chaos happen in Westworld and the – then see things start to happen over in the samurai world. Like it'll cut over there every once in a while. We're having a narrative happen mm, over there as they slowly gain sentience. Would, mm. would you be more satisfied with that? See, but it, it almost seems like there's got to be an e- like if it's just chaos in Westworld, then there's somebody's just going to send something in there to just wipe everything out. True. I don't. It almost seems like there's an easy fix. That's why I'm so confused about how they're going to continue on with the mm-hmm. story. Yeah. Um, I mean, there has to be more to a story and for 10 episodes of a tele- television series than just violence. Yeah. There true. has to be more than that. True, true, true. There has to be, you know, there, I don't know if there has to be love, but there has to be <laughs> some form or fashion of something in a plot more yeah. than just people killing each other. I mean, it's ridiculous. So that's why I'm not really excited about the samurai thing. Do you think we're actually going to visit other parks or do you think it's going to be more of like these hosts? trying to start a revolution or something like what do you think it's going to be next season i think it'll touch base with both both yeah i mean i think it's gonna if it doesn't jump back and forth it might just like you might start to see things leak over without mm-hmm. really realizing it i'm i'm not really sure to be honest but mm-hmm. i do agree with you clark it can't just all be violence i don't yeah. want all violence yeah. because then i don't know i, mean, I don't you want know teddy what and dolores that's what you want <laughs> I do think Teddy's going to have a bigger role. I think he's going to try – I think he might be like – 
He's questioning Dolores next season and try to take her down. I think he should. Um, Ozzy, what do you think is going to happen <laughs> next season? I think I think what's going to happen is it's going to be the invasion of the samurai, and then they're just going to take out everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I, I think I think I think we're finally going to see the the actual human world, though, which I am excited for. I don't care. About um, that. <laughs> I care for it because it's we get to see their world, and we get to see why they come to Westworld. You know what I'm saying? Like, they mm-hmm. come to Westworld to get away from that, but I want to know why they get away. Like, what's the problem? You know what I'm they, saying? Like, yeah. I think they come to Westworld the same reason we escape to visit video games and movies. We're, we get uh, bored and we want to go, like, try to be somebody else for a little bit. They got money. I guess. But yeah, I, still, I still want to see their world. I think it could be interesting if they do it right. And I do want to see the hosts interact with the, with, uh, with the actual uh, humans as well, I want to see like their interactions, how they um, interact with with the technology and everything. Because I mean, we saw, I like the the scene where we see Armistice and Hector um, really looking at everything. They're just like, whoa, like this is this is crazy. Um, I like seeing their reactions and everything. And it, like when they picked up the guns and they started shooting, everybody like they were excited. It's like, whoa, like like this is like a type of gun. Like this is this is cool. Mm-hmm. So I thought I thought I, I would like to see more reactions from uh from hosts from like the hosts and seeing how they interact and how they deal with everything um that's out there. Mm-hmm. Right, I'll give you that. That that was really fun. Yeah, it was. Uh, and then we had the little stinger at the end that was um interesting. An interesting choice for them to put that there with um the girl kind of ripping Honestly. yeah ripping her arm out from there and being in samurai world right. I don't know. Yeah. Um I think they set up there. There's. I, as much as I would be interested in it just being like a revolution or something of the hosts, like trying to gain their freedom or whatever, I don't think we're going there. I think they spent too much time kind of setting up and they put too much effort into setting up the other parts of the park. And, um, I, I think, we're, I think that's where we're going ultimately. And how many times have we seen one of these freaking even Jurassic Park movies of like, obviously they're going to close the park. Oh, nope, they're opening it again. <laughs> so even though, yes, they, mur- they just murdered everyone involved. I, people, as long as it's going to make money, people are going to open this park. And I think that the park's still going to be open. What if we get a look into, uh, like it, the next season doesn't even start off with where this one closed, mm-hmm. but what if, the revolution's over. Like, the it's over, it's failed, or it's succeeded, one way or the mm-hmm. other. And we take a look into the aftermath. We start with that. Like, we're seeing either the hosts try to, like, starting to gain their sentience mm-hmm. once again after being kind of knocked down a few pegs, or the hosts start to try to, I don't know, make a peace agreement with the outside world. Yeah. What, what, what do you or, mean about that? Or maybe there's like part, or the park is operational again. They've calmed everything down. They think they've stopped all the hosts that are sentient, but there's still some in there. Like they have their own little section. Like we are, like they're aware and they're trying to fight back kind little, of in a more subtle way. Little you know? gorilla groups yeah. or something like that. You know? Uh, that, that could be the way it goes. Either way, I don't think it's going to be a straightforward thing. <laughs> like this show, these writers are not going to make it easy. Like they're not going to go like, yes, we're going in this direction. They're going to make it, we're going to have to try to figure it out again, probably. So I think setting it farther in the future is actually a logical conclusion to jump to. Um, 
Anyway, let, let's talk a little bit about some of these things that are still unresolved by the end of this. There's not too much. So they did a pretty good job wrapping things up. We still don't know what happened to Lesser Helmsworth. Um, <laughs> I, I was about to bring that up. Yeah, like, security dude. he basically gets attacked by these Indians or whatever. What's the deal with the Indians? Yeah. Like, we, we, never, we never really got that. anything about that. Like, So, I, yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Do you guys have any theories about that at all? I have no idea because we never spent any time with them. So I don't know yeah. if they're sentient by accident. Yeah. Um, I, I just I don't know. I can't have any predictions because I don't I don't know. I, there's not enough information for me personally to make an to mm -hmm. make a to make a prediction. What about Elsie? Do we think she's dead? Yes. I think she. I think uh, yeah. I think we can assume that she's dead. I just like I'm just pissed we didn't see it. Yeah, you know what I'm I saying? thought they showed it. I thought they showed because they showed Arnold well, they just, grabbing they just her. I thought they were grabbing her. I don't think we ever actually saw her die. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's dead. <laughs> All right, I, I'm still holding out hope, even though she's just the girl that swears a lot. But <laughs> whatever. Um, is there anything else that they didn't resolve? There was still I mean, the feel... brother, the brother-in-law to be. Oh, Logan. Yeah. yeah, we never know what happened to him. He gets um... claws and <laughs> shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so you guys have any other lingering thoughts about this season, about this finale, um, where we're going? So, Ward is now, uh, what is he? He's now a martyr for the for oh. the hosts. Yes, I guess. We also, though, I remember the other night when we were talking about it right after it aired, what if that wasn't actually Ford, but like a... Oh, There's a lot of that going that. around. So many people want, want to have the hot take that Ford is... Uh, I don't think that's host. true, but we have to mention it yeah. if we're going to be fair. <sighs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't like it. Another Shield Marvel style. <laughs> I don't like it. Body duplicate. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think about the theory about Ford being a host or Ford, Ford having a host version of himself to die? <sighs> Come on. Come on, guys. We need to stop with everybody being a host at this point. It's just like it's it's annoying. It's just like he loves her. She a host though. Like how do we know that? Like it's just stupid. Like we need to like be like I want to know who's human and who's not human. I okay, think like, you're a I host. Wanna... Jesse, you're a host. We're all hosts. God, Carlos, you're a host. Thank you. Of the show, yeah. <laughs> anyway, just, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I don't like it either, man. I trust me. I I've been hearing that theory for like ever since the finale, and even before the finale, and I'm just not a fan of it. But anyway, um, that's what I mean. Like, if, honestly, if Ford is a host, I'm that's why I'm gonna be very disappointed in the show. Yeah. Okay, because that's it's just like, come on now, you guys had the biggest balls to do it, and then you just completely lost some respect now like it's ridiculous i hope it's not true mm -hmm. um yeah th this is i this is the biggest season first season of any show in hbo history like it's the most watched of any hbo premiere show um and i i think it, the second season even even though it's coming out in 2018 which is a long time um, the second season is going to be very important for this show. How it follows this up is going to be very important. Um, and I'm really looking forward to that. Clark, do you have any final thoughts about this first season and this show in general? No, I'm good. I liked it. <laughs> it was great. You happy you watched it? You happy you walked in on us watching it? Yeah. <laughs> that I, second I, I episode? Really am. I mean, 
I don't I don't watch Game of Thrones, but HBO puts out a lot of good stuff. A lot of good storyline. <laughs> yeah. Good plot. I mean, they have great writers. So Definitely, definitely. All right. Um I think this pretty much wraps up our Westworld season one discussion. Um, thank you, Clark, for joining us. That was a, it's been great having you on. You've yeah, provided man. us with some memorable moments. Yeah. And one of our favorite moments in the podcast history yeah. being Love is the Maze. It is. It continues to be. And it will be for the next season. I mean, I, it goes without question. I mean, I mean, Teddy and Dolores, can hosts have children? Let's think about this thing. You never know. I think we do know. Well, I wonder. I wonder if their kids will be the sender of the maze. It, oh, Ozzy, <laughs> you're getting freaky, man. I, I, I like where you're headed. Oh my gosh, this has been a great time. All right, so now we are going to throw it over to Jesse and I to discuss the next, the latest episode of Star Wars Rebels. You'll, you'll get it out. Welcome to the Rebels Recap. Uh, if you're joining us for the first time this episode, you should probably go back and listen to us on the main podcast and hear all our Westworld talk about the season as a whole and the season finale. But right now, Carlos, what did you think of this episode of Rebels? I'll let you start us off. Um, I thought it was pretty good. Um, it's again like it's. It is filler, I guess, but in the same time, in the same time, it's not because Thrawn. So, you know, we were getting a little bit more of the actual story in that sense, and we're getting more a more developed villain. So, yeah, I don't, I wouldn't count this as filler, really? actually. Um, I think this was starting to get back to the main pl- plot because mm-hmm. uh, we're finally seeing, like, they mentioned at the very beginning of the season, um, planning an attack on freeing Lothal. That's where the episode opens up. And uh, so, yeah, they get back and start to do some investigating into what they can do on Lothal and infiltrate a uh, imperial factory where they're building, like, AT-ATs and speeder bikes and all this stuff where Rebels have been sabotaging it. Mm-hmm. But it just so happens when they get there that Thrawn is also there investigating some shoddy work because they've been sabotaging it, which I thought that was a little bit coincidental that he happened to be there at the same time. But did he really happen to be there, or did he know what was going on? And I think, I don't know. I think it was kind of coincidental that he showed up right when they did to investigate mm-hmm. this. Um, true, true, true. That's right. But anyway, and, but they figure out that there is a secret project going on, and they leave us throughout the whole episode to kind of stew in that pot, figure out what's going on. Yeah. Um, and I, you are excited about what that secret project is. Oh, gosh, yes. And I'm going <laughs> to touch on that here yeah, later. Yes, so we will get there. Um I was actually, I did really like this episode. I did. The, the Thrawn stuff was great. Him being kind of just menacing and imposing is just, that's amazing. Um, mm-hmm. and then I, I think it was, it was nice to get back to Lothal. 
Yeah. I, which is Back strange to, to say. It's strange to say because, like, I never thought, like, starting on the show, I'd be like, man, I missed Lethal. Well, look, did you <laughs> notice all the differences in Lethal yeah. from season one to now? Season one, it looked like a Star Wars world. It looked mm-hmm. kind of like Tatooine. There was marketplaces and yeah. people out in the streets, but now it's just clean, gray, and empty. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big influence from showing what the Empire can do. Mm-hmm. Everything's a lot more built up and made out of concrete, too. Yeah. Um, and I, I like the whole, just the dynamic of the episode with them kind of trying to remain undercover, but at the same time, like, uh, just avoid getting captured by Thrawn, because Thrawn knows something's up. Oh, yeah. So and that, that was really cool. Um, and then I loved his ruthlessness, lessness with him, like saying, go test that. You're going to test everything you make. And uh, that's oh, yeah. a good way to stop people from sabotaging things. Oh, yeah. Just <laughs> kill him. I remember he did that uh, just a handful of times in um, Legends. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he was big on intimidating and being ruthless with the enemy. But uh, he didn't treat his tr- his own troops the same way that Vader did, mm-hmm. which was a big thing. He rules from respect, which I don't think he's doing that so much now. I think he's still ruling with a little bit of fear, but mm-hmm. a lot of it's mystery too because he's kind of he's in the ranks of the Empire, but he kind of sits outside of it at the same time. So um, we have Callus again, and yes. it is confirmed what we were speculating that he is the new Fulcrum. Yep. What do you think about that? I. I mean, we all knew it was coming. It, they mm-hmm. telegraphed it pretty hard, which I, I don't know. That's that's fine. <laughs> I still think it's cool. I love their reaction to it. That's what that's what made the whole thing happening. Like that's what made it work because they were like, "No, no, you're not." And then he says the password. He's like, "What? He knows the password." <laughs> yeah, they so they great. still didn't buy it. They're like, yeah. "He at least knew the password," and yeah. then all that stuff. But uh, how about? At the end, when Thrawn says something about there being a mole. Oh, them. he knows. Oh, yeah. Uh, what he was knows. it? Uh, Admiral Price. Yeah. Uh, she was just all like, what? And then, uh, I mean, Thrawn called out Callus by, Callus by name yeah. saying, uh, what do you think, Callus? And he says, oh, we'll have to find them, Thrawn. They both know each yeah. other. Knows. Yeah. It's just a matter of time. Yeah. Man, they're I, gonna they're both gonna try to use each other, but Thrawn's definitely gonna win. Oh I yeah, mean, Callus is gonna end, die in this season. Callus is a goner, um, but I, I do love that he's kind of um, his his whole character arc. I really do like his character arc, and I love Zeb just being like, I guess I recruited him. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I don't know, he just he was like, I guess I did. Um, so I really did like that as well. Yeah, it was that that was pretty fun. Uh, Zeb's one of my favorites anyway. Yeah. So. All right, so I guess we can get to that secret project now. I had my fingers crossed that it would be one of a few different things. Mm-hmm. Um, I was disappointed by last week's episode. I will just go ahead and mention that, that um, those things, those robots weren't dark troopers. Big disappointment. Not going to get too much on that because we're not talking about it anymore. Uh, but anyway, this project was a tie Defender. If you don't know what that is, they were... From Legends for a good while, a special, more, less agile, but Mm -hmm. uh, it's a TIE fighter with shields, of course, and a lot more firepower, a lot more intimidating. It's made to match the X-Wing, basically. So uh, what do you think about that? Are you, were you excited? 
I, I have no knowledge of these things. And yeah. I, like, I heard Tie Defender, and it doesn't sound as well, exciting. Well, they, they didn't actually say that in the... Yeah, but we're show. left to basically assume that it is from well, what you're, you've seen. Um, yeah. and, and it's in, like, the description of the episode that I just reread. Um, I... I don't know. Tide Defender doesn't sound as excited as exciting as something like the a Tide Interceptor or whatever they are. Yeah, but it's the just, thing is, Tie Fighters were made to be expendable, and yeah. this one is not. It's yeah. more expensive to make, and it's hard. It's not going to go down with a single shot. Yeah, and that's very intriguing because that's showing Thrawn trying to shift the Empire in a different direction. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just I'm not the ship person that you are, yeah. so it just doesn't excite me as much. I was like hoping for something a little different. I but was honestly hoping for a, fa- a Tie Phantom, which mm-hmm. those can that sounds close and turn invisible. But I mean, can't get everything we want. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, do you want to talk a little bit about that little um, scene that we that got? Posted on the Star Wars YouTube. Yeah, uh, that was a preview for next week's episode. I believe. Right? Yeah, I think, I think so. so. And uh, we're gonna get Maul back. Uh, looks like Ezra's working with him again, which that'll be interesting to see how that plays out mm-hmm. because Ezra definitely knows that Maul blinded Kanan. Yeah. So what I'm interested to see what Maul does to get Ezra to trust him again and how all that plays out. But we see a lot of. Memorabilia from his time on Mandalore. We mm-hmm. see a painting of uh, what was it, Satine, uh, Obi Wan's old girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see the dark saber again, uh, and a uh, Mandalore Death Watch helmet. Yes, all in that scene. So I'm really interested to see where that's going to go. Is Maul going to try to? He said something about trying to remember. So I don't know if he knows his whole past anymore. So. But yeah. he might go after Mandalore again. That would be really interesting. Yeah, I, I don't know. I am really looking forward. Anytime we get Maul back, that's a good thing because yeah. it advances the real plot that I want to see is Ezra um, and his kind of descent, I guess. Um, but anyway, uh, I, I'm really looking forward to that. Are you, that's in the the next episode is a penultimate episode, correct? We saw yes, penultimate. Then uh, I think the, the episode after that, I think is, they're actually. That is the mid-season finale, mid-season and finale. I believe yep. if uh, some stuff Miles sent me is correct, it's going to take place on Geonosis. Yep, Ghost of Geonosis, I believe and it's called. And if you don't know anything about Geonosis, that's where a lot of the Death Star construction is taking place. So we're probably going to get some nods to Rogue One. Yes, I and I think they've been saying that that was going to happen for a while now. I will be interested to see if somehow Thrawn is involved with that or tied in probably is yeah and that'll be interesting there's been no hints of that in the books correct no there has not that'll be interesting to see if we go in that direction um speaking of the books you're going to be having some new video content coming out so So we're starting a video series of uh where a lot of you guys don't have time or just don't want to take the time to read uh the new a lot of the star wars books and comic books and a lot of the extra material that's coming out, and I definitely understand that. So, we decided at Screenfellas to, that I will take the time for you to read that and give you a video outlining everything important that happened and um, what you need to know. Our first one is going to be coming out sometime next week, right, Miles? Hmm? Catalyst. <laughs> when is our Catalyst video? Uh, on Sunday. Sunday. This Sunday, we're going to have a video on Star Wars Catalyst, which is the book leading up to Rogue One. I'm going to tell you everything you need to know before you go into the movie. 
So uh, definitely be on the lookout for that. We're going to kind of keep those coming out pretty steadily in the next uh, couple months leading up to Star Wars Celebration, which we will talk more about at a later yes, date. Yes, we will. Um, but yeah, uh, if you watch that video, be sure to let us know which book or what Star Wars stuff you want me to talk about next in those because we want to have an ongoing series. Yeah, and make sure you subscribe to our Star Wars or Star Wars, our Screenfellas YouTube channel. Yes, I'm all over the place right now. Um, we're subscribed to that. We got tons of stuff on there. We got top ten videos. We got behind the scenes stuff. We have reaction videos. Um, so make sure you subscribe there and not missing any of that. Um, we'll start to sign out here. We got a lot of stuff. Um, no uh, recommendations in this episode. We will have it in our next episode, which um, we are going to have a bonus episode coming out this week. We'll have one coming out either late Thursday, early Friday, and then we'll also have our regular Saturday episode. So keep your eye out for that. Um, make sure you check out. We also have some merchandise now. Society6.com yep. slash screenfellows. We got some t-shirts and Basically, whatever you want there <laughs> with some of our designs on there. Yeah, our uh, Westworld Love is the Maze Great stuff. Great shirt. That's my favorite. A generic Screenfellas podcast merch. Yep. it'll. It, it's definitely... Check that out. Um, it's a lot of good stuff in there. Love is the Maze is my favorite one there. Um, yeah. I, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing um, some people in that. Um <laughs> But, yeah, this has been a pretty good episode. That Westworld discussion was good. Um, Ozzy, I will say you can find him on social media at Castro Ozzy on Twitter and at Ozzy Cray on Instagram. I'm really trying to get him to use Twitter more often. He is not very good about that. Um, Jesse, where can people find you on social media? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Colonel Swink. Yep. And then you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cheery456. And make sure you follow the Screenfellas team on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, and YouTube. All at Screenfellas. I had to think about what else we are on. We're all over the place. Basically, any social media will be there except MySpace. Although, we'll work on getting a MySpace page for you MySpace people. Also, we That'll do have the podcast up on Google Play now. Yes, yep. If you do not know, we have another platform for you to listen to. I know that's going to be a lot easier for a lot of Android listeners like me. Yep, so definitely check that out there. And we're also on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud, as well as Google Play, like Jesse just said. So make sure you subscribe there. Check out all the past episodes um, and subscribe for more future episodes. Yeah, and make sure you rate and review because that will help us out a lot. We haven't had any good um, reviews in a while, so make sure you get some reviews on the iTunes page. That will be great. Um, so, yeah, this has been a great episode. Thanks to Clark, Jesse, and, of course, Ozzy for joining us. And make sure you check out our next episode, which will be, again, probably Friday morning. This is Screenfellows. Screenfellows.